This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I fucked up, and now I need advice from two coy Jews who make it all alright. So I confess all of my fetishes to my dumbass lady friend, and that's about the time she walked away from me. And now I'm lonely and horny. Who better to get some life tips from than a chipmunk and his best friend? Gosh, if you need good advice to listen to, if I were you, listen to, if I were you. Awesome. I would love if this just becomes sort of like a Blink-182 cover theme song podcast. That would be good for me. Yeah, it seems like that's what's happening. Yeah, and that's trending in the right direction. In an ideal world, this feed would just be nonstop Blink-182 parodies, and we wouldn't even host a show. We would just sort of aggregate the theme songs. Or you would. <laughs> giving me a bit more free time to focus on personal projects. <laughs> you sort of want carte blanche access to your free time with regards to still making the cash, but working less to get that money. Right. Because there would be six ad breaks in our Blink-182 ad- aggregate pod. You compile. I'll, I'll do some like ad reads. I'll obviously have to phone it in a little bit. So you'll need to fix them in post as it were. Um, the split obviously being between you and I, something like 60, 40, 70, 30 in my favor. And that will give me time and it'll give me access. Sorry, that is so specific and detailed. There's no way you thought of that right now. Like this has been in the works for a little bit, it seems. Yeah. So I have I have a rollout strategy. I have an Excel. I have a PowerPoint. I have uh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a, yeah, I've got a game plan. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) This has been, and I've been working on this for some time. And actually, who wrote that song? Yeah, it's Zach Poole. He was saying Zach Poole and I have been, yeah, Zach Poole and I have been collaborating on on this effort. It's Um, a collab. Yeah, it's a collab. So yeah, so you and Zach, by the way, he's part of a band called Awkward Days, spelled D A C E, on Spotify and SoundCloud. So I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. So what we're doing is basically a shout out for for Blank One Eighty Two parodies. Uh, ideally, we can do maybe fifteen minutes worth, quick break, two to three ads, yeah. another fifteen, two to three ads, mm-hmm. um, another like 
maybe just like a closing thought from you, just like whatever you whip out of your ass and then an ad or two. So that way we're really monetizing <laughs> the hell out of it. And we're going to want to monetize the hell out of it because the ads. Because <laughs> you want the money, is, right? Yeah. The cash is in my favor. I have yeah. access. I have control. <laughs> I just clicked through to their SoundCloud awkward days. It looks like mm-hmm. they're a few 18 year olds, a few 19 year olds. And yeah, there you are. You're their manager or something. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I actually have a pretty sweet deal with awkward days. I, I ended up uh, getting them. I, so I take 90% of whatever they net. Got it. So okay. that, yeah, usually the manager takes 10, 10. but we, right. we put, we, we reversed the shit. And the reason we were able to do that is because I lied and I said, a manager traditionally takes 90% and I'm willing yeah. to give you a traditional boilerplate deal. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, that seems like a lot. And I was like, look, this is this is your chance. And they said, uh, no, we're going to pass. And then I had the power of attorney. So I was able to, to sign on their behalf or forge their signatures. Anywho, I am getting uh, their Spotify royalties. Um, it was pretty easy. So yeah, so that's good. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Zach for writing, <clears throat> writing that email that I was going to say. And uh, appreciate the time <laughs> you took. Yeah. Of course. Uh, <laughs> you're scamming teenagers and me. I'm a nefarious little troll man. You're Much Yugo. like Yugo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yugo style. Uh, all right. We are back in action. You're still upstate. I'm still in LA. We're watching the numbers. Um, generally quarantining, generally self-isolating, but you know, this That's has right. become the new normal. Yeah, it's it's I've it's weird to my brother asked me today is like where would you go if you could go anywhere? I'm like I have really don't know. I yeah. have no clue. I'm, it's it's so normal to just like to feel like you can't move and to see restaurants and bars just be closed. It's hard to imagine. My new scary thing is that I'm getting used to this lifestyle. <laughs> now I'm going to have some sort of Stockholm syndrome <laughs> when everybody's at a party and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I want to I want to zoom in or something. I don't want to drive right now. Yeah, I I do. I it's hard to imagine like just going into the office. Like but I think it'd be good. I don't know. I'm looking forward <laughs> to those um uh the test that will tell you if you have the antibodies. That's going to oh, yeah. be some good shit. That's going to be it's going to be like a that'll be a nice little development right there. So you're saying just like a quick little swab and then it's like, "Oh, by the way, you had it or you have the secret antibodies so you don't you you're not at risk you're asymptomatic yeah that would be awesome just to i guess the only the downside would be if i took the test and they're like yeah you never had it and you're uh, susceptible and i'd be like oh well <laughs> inside with me then and now i'm extra scared because <laughs> at least like i know it's possible right now i'm operating on like 50 percent scared when i go out because i'm like oh you know what like the silver lining part of my brain is always just like i probably had it or i'm immune like i should I live in New York City. I would have had it by now, you know? Yeah. Um, but then if I found out I definitely didn't, I'd feel a little more vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you probably didn't have it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like I did. Because you would have been like quite ill. Yeah. I guess that's fair. But I, I could have been asymptomatic. There aren't 25% of people uh, show no symptoms. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, um, but I'm not willing to look it up so we can claim that. Yeah, that's correct. Cool. No one knows anything. Yeah. Um, All right. I figured since we're still hopped up in our homes, we might as well try to answer some more questions for more people. 
Real questions still rolling in via email, but uh, I That's didn't right. actually find any questions this episode, unfortunately. And and then I thought it would be interesting to play a game. <gasps> oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> are you really isolating with fucking Game Boy? Yeah. So me and the Game Boy, because the Game Boy, um, he actually went to he was in mainland China for a little bit. So he came back and he quarantined at my house. Oh my god, so maybe you did get sick. I probably did. The Game Boy definitely had it. Yeah. <laughs> the Game Boy was sort of out of commission for 16 days. A deep cough, high nausea, oh, fevers. No! It sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> so he's a robot, but he can still get human illnesses. Essentially. That's how fucking powerful this thing is. The nice thing about the Game Boy is that now we're going to be able to search for questions that, are, that aren't Corona-themed. And we can stop thinking about the fucking thing for a little bit. Oh, I see. Like questions from Old World. Yeah. Old World. The better That's world. That's cool. When, a simpler when, time. When the big issue was just like someone not doing their dishes and they live with you. Yeah. When gaiety ruled the day. <laughs> the deity. All my advice is going to be, yeah, just don't fucking worry about it because you're living in a time and place where you don't have to stay inside or an invisible enemy <laughs> might kill you right. next. Oh, this person's dead. We don't have to answer that question. <laughs> uh, all right. So do you want to search for a specific word? Oh, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, that's the game. Oh, uh, I'll say the word legalese. Legalese? Legalese. Wow. Like, uh, like I, don't, I don't speak legalese. The way lawyers yeah. speak. I want, I want to, I'd like a, I'd like a legal drama, a procedural right now. That's a comforting format. This is insane. I've never experienced this before, but I searched legalese and you have won the game. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. There's literally one. Marry a spam. Uh, it's just <gasps> one real question from 2014. Is it unread? Use the word legalese. No other email in our inbox has that word in it. I won the game. I can finally die. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> the Game Boy exploded into a semen ghost and rose to heaven. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get this. Uh, let's see what this person wrote in uh, October of 2014 before Trump was president. Jesus Christ, what a world. October <laughs> of 2014. What kind of problems did this person, could this person have actually had? What was wrong yeah. in his life? Uh, yeah, this is six years ago. Hey, Jake and Amir, I'll just get down to brass tacks and make it simple. I'll cut to the chase and leave out the legalese Japanese <laughs> bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I think legally I think legally is Japanese is from a Jake and Amir, right? Uh, yeah, so that's how I knew it. Wow, okay. There's this kid I know from school who's a bit of a pain in my side, a thorn in my paw, if you will. He's a year my younger and a grade below me. I have no problem with lower grades and have friends in every grade. I do, however, have problem with annoying people. You see, last year I sat at my regular lunch table with my friends and he, and we'd, as we've done since freshman year, I'd always welcome oh. anyone who wanted to join us, especially if they normally sat alone. But one day, one boy decided to sit with us and begins talking away. 
This is fine at first, but great uh, after about a week. Every time he saw me in the hall, he'd squeal, Hey, Zach. Uh, we didn't give this guy a fake name because I assume he's no longer with us. To all around to hear and look at me with those judgmental teenager eyes. He'd do this just to annoy me as he made it so abundantly clear. After the year ended, it was fine. Come this year, problems start again. He continues his squealing techniques and starts following me down the halls to my class. I just started ignoring him and pretending he didn't exist, hoping he'd get the message, but he didn't. In fact, he sent me one of his own over Facebook, which I accepted. Sorry, one of his, sent many of his own over Facebook, which I accepted his request for reasons I'm still not sure of. Here's a transcript of his messages. Hi. 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 Why don't you answer me? Hi. Respond, God, Danny. And then asterisk. (laughs) Damn damn it. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure you can see I'm sure you can see how this be an issue. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but he bothers me. What can I do to make it clear that uh, I don't want him to talk to me? With warm regards, Zachary. Zachary. Oh man, what a wonderful bomb this email is. Can you imagine a problem so inconsequential as somebody who annoys you when they sit with you at lunch? My god. <laughs> a 45-minute nuisance on the daily, 5 days a week, of course. Yeah, I mean, I understand how that was that was a problem in old world when you when you could have a table of friends eating lunch, but that is it's it's not a factor these days. Zach. Yeah, that'd be nice. They could just sort of sit next to you while you eat food. That's <laughs> um, must be I nice. guess well, let's answer this question for the future when people forgot that this has ever happened for when the robots are digging through the remnants of society and they have awkward lunches and they want to listen to this podcast and figure out how uh, to tell their friends that they don't want to see them. What do you do? Did you ever have annoying people in your high school tracking you, following you, messaging you? Yes, definitely. I feel like in high school, I was like, I had this... Um, I like wasn't popular, but I was like a goofy, funny kid. So like the popular kids got a kick out of me and let me hang around with them sometimes. But it wasn't like I was fully embraced and and had a place to sit at the lunch table. So I kind of like existed in two in, or like in multiple worlds, really. I also had friends in like my the hometown I grew up in and I went to a different high school. So I don't know. It definitely rings true to me that I was like friends with people in school that I didn't really like that much out of necessity. So I didn't have to sit alone (laughs) at a lunch table. Right. So what did you do? Um, I think I feel like I did what anybody in high school would do like this guy and just like kind of ignored the people that annoyed me when they annoyed me. Interesting. High school seems like a, a it's. If this was happening in college or post-college, I feel like people are like ready to have conversations. But it's I can't imagine being like 16 and being like, hey, um, I think you're cool, but you're just a little much. So you got to you got to like turn it back down to like a six from from this 11. (laughs) Right. I never had any like annoying people following me, but I would like annoyingly follow people around. So I was sort of like a dickling and a nuisance to people. And people sort of usually, for the most part, kept away from me, I guess, because I exuded an air of quiet confidence about myself. 
but a lot of times my friends would have to sit down and like joke around with me like hey i'm gonna need you to take it down to a six or you're creeping us out or like we don't feel comfortable eating lunch with you right now anymore and i would i would laugh that doesn't sound like a joke at all there's not (laughs) anything like silly about it we don't feel comfortable eating lunch with you anymore well i was wondering if it was the quiet confidence thing or if it was like (laughs) What was quiet about your confidence? It sounded like you said you were following people around and bothering yeah. them. Because I was very, th- I was thin and pale that year. So like I was right. often like greasy and pale. And I would like, I was the kid who wore shorts, even though it was like 48 degrees and drizzling. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what's wrong with Amir? And I'm like, I would do characters. So I'd be like, oh, I'm a weirdo. But I would do yeah. that for like two years straight. You also had like this back knee that would pus out of your shirt, right? Like your shirt would often be wet and it would look like sweat stain, but it was like, it would actually. <laughs> back grease yeah i had back knee i had rack knee so that's like all over my chest and i had i had <laughs> yeah. cups that year and then i also <laughs> right. had i had knee knee so on my knees was little acne yeah i remember your acne this is what you told me when you started at college Schumer. your acne was so bad that you couldn't wear your back knee and your and your uh, chest knee was so bad your rash <laughs> knee was so bad you couldn't wear a backpack so you had <laughs> You had like you pushed your books in a stroller at school. <laughs> well, what ended up happening? It got onto there, so it was, I had backpack knee. So like my really? entire yeah. my entire backpack, backpack was knee? covered in this rash. <laughs> and then I, I also had back knee in my on the back of my knee, so I had back knee back knee, which is like you know mm. where you like you where you um sort of uh bend your leg there's like the back mm. of your knee is kind of sweaty yeah, and swampy. The back of your knee had acne <laughs> on it. It was back <laughs> Yeah, wow. so I had back knee, back knee. And then I also had sack knee, which is not what I was going to say. Like. Yeah, it's on my it's, testicles. It's on, right. Yeah, <laughs> well, you think that's kind of what it sounds like. Well, it was inside the scrotum. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you said people abs- didn't want to... But you also... And you also, like, annoyed people. Because this is all really, like, physical stuff. And you... I mean, you sound um, appalling, of course. But you also said you had a quiet confidence and you would be a dickling <laughs> and a nuisance. For years, yeah. For, for two years, I did this bit where I would have a really loud voice. So, like, whenever someone would talk to me or call on me at school, I would scream at the top of my lungs, kind of like as a bit. And everyone, like, was in on it. So, they'd roll their eyes ears. and be like, what's wrong yeah. with this kid? Why is he here? He shouldn't be does that here. Sound I like guess his parents. Yeah. Does that sound like they're in on it? Or does that sound more like they didn't like it? Right? Because, like... Yeah, that was the bit that they didn't like it. <laughs> well, it's not really... Did you think that was funny? Was that a funny part of the bit to you? No, it's like a, I would play along, so I'd be, like, sad and, like, talk to the... Right. Pr- I would eat lunch with the principal, right? So, like... How long did friend. this How long did this bit last? Was it all through high school? Yeah, from, like, 90... I want to say from 99 to 2002. So, yeah, that's all That's all through high school, right? And then a, it bleeding into college, I would, like, yeah, have, have lunch with my high school principal. <laughs> But he had Sackney too, so he had something in common. It was a it was a woman. Oh my god, you're sexist! Holy shit! I got how you. did this story? How did this whole entire thing reflect negatively on me in the end? And it really did. <laughs> the doctor was in, and she was a, a, a PhD in education. And I resent the accusation that she had. What was it, Sackney? Oh, a fucking it. pear. <laughs> did we tell zach what he should do i guess ignore this guy i wonder if he has zachney which is acne all over his yeah. person is zach yeah i think he can ignore this i think he can he can stay the course 
or like respond to every like sixth Facebook message. Like it's true. You're not always available. If people are like, I know you're seeing this, like, hey, 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 say hi to me. Like, I see that you said hi, but I'm doing other shit. You know, you don't have to be at someone's beck and call. Yeah. Ignoring it like he's doing could help. Probably not responding to his Facebook messages would be ideal. Keeping him, keeping it at an arm's length. Right. At least keeping it to an in-person thing. And then when he says hi to you in school, you can be like, hey, I got to run. Just always kind of have an excuse in your back pocket. And I feel like he'll get the hint eventually. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be mean to the kid, but like if he's doing it to annoy you on purpose, you can ignore him. But if he's doing it just because he's kind of a weirdo, maybe you can have a serious conversation about how to make him a little less annoying. Yeah. If that's the case, I would maybe talk to a teacher and uh, they'll be better at it than us. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's take a break and we'll see if I can possibly win the game after that gosh darn hole in one lead off home run legalese amazing legalese (laughs) all right we'll be back after these messages this headgum podcast is brought to you by aura frames that is right uh from grandmothers to new mothers aunts even the friends of your life every mom loves an aura frame holy shit even aunts yes especially aunts oh well because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitnessnah.com. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, so let's do the fight. <laughs> no, not this week, but I do think you do, right? Yeah, a uh, little tip slash trick that's self-isolation ad- adjacent. Um, if you work in sometime during your day, f- one to two songs worth of dancing, it sort of uh, pushes uh, aside any level of dread slash ennui you might be feeling because it's hard to be sad while you're dancing to a song you like interesting yeah. and you have been doing this no you tried I, this i've only done it once to one song this morning and i was like oh i remember this sensation like singing along and moving my hands and legs to a rhythm it felt very alien in these times but good to experience on the day well what was the song? It was Body Moving by Beastie Boys. And did you like hear about this dancing thing uh, and then decide to give it a try? Or did you like stumble upon it? You started dancing, you realized you were happy. No, I knew about dancing just because like in general, like I know what dancing is. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then Avital was playing the song or she's like, let's dance to a song. And I was like, okay sort of skeptical at first. And then she says, what song? And I said, body moving, because the idea was that my body would be moving. And then I was like, oh, I like this song. I know this song. And I'm dancing to a song. I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of like, I liken it to, uh, they say when you're sad, just smile. And it like tricks your brain into thinking that you're happy. So it, <laughs> it releases serotonin. So it's like that plus music plus movement. So it's like exercise. Things get flowing. And it worked. Yeah, at least for the minutes that I was dancing, I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's sort of like, I sort of like retreated back into old world ideology. And did it have lasting benefits? Like for the next hour or two, did you feel fine? Did you feel nice? Or was it sort of just like right back into the lull? Yeah, I think think it it had some lasting um, effects, but I haven't tracked it scientifically yet. Right, but you're not feeling like, right now, you're not feeling like you danced this morning. Now I am, because I'm you're, talking about it, but earlier, right. <laughs> like 14 minutes ago, I wasn't maybe maybe subconsciously like, oh, I danced earlier today, so that means today was a happier day for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Uh, that is 
that's that seems pleasant. Remember when we were in um, Berlin? Oh yeah, just in general. Yeah, I well just like yeah. thinking about dancing. Like I'm remembering that like me, you, and Marty went to some awesome hip hop dance party and got like so sweaty on a huge dance floor. We were like the only American people there. It was yeah, great. That was the opposite of what the last month was like. It was traveling <laughs> plus strangers plus foreign plus sweating on yeah. people slash being carefree and joy. Yeah, we just had like so many sweaty friends. You know that like dance move where they you just sort of like pretend to clear a big uh a big area for someone to do, to dance yeah and they do fake that move break dance yeah yeah <laughs> i saw you posted something on your instagram story which is like you climbing into dave rosenberg's shirt on a dance floor a year ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you're like remember when we used to be able to do this <laughs> yeah it was fun god dancing getting really close to I mean, not. I mean, I don't get close to strangers on the dance floor anymore. But I did. I would climb into a Rosenberg shirt. You better believe. I think it was actually Jeff whose shirt I climbed into. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, it was kind of dark on the dance floor. Plus, they're twins, yeah. so it's hard for me to tell the difference. Yeah. Plus, I sh- I shrunk the video, put that Paris filter. It was dark. Yeah. You'd really. You'd have to. You'd have to be a really a Rosenberg connoisseur to know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. that's something I'm looking forward to. Dancing with buddies again. That'll be yeah. fun. That'll you be can- a good time. Well, you could dance by yourself. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like, I know that I would feel joy if I moved and danced and was smiling. It seems like the kind of thing that would have to be like by surprise, like the way Avital was like, let's dance, and then you do. Like To me right now, being like, oh, yeah, I'll try dancing. Like That feels sadder to, my, to me in this moment than just lying on a couch. Yeah, you want someone else to force you to dance. I want to be surprised with it. <laughs> so you can't be the one. You have you have to have somebody else in your house do it. Uh, I guess I could do it to someone else because then it'll give them the joy. That's cool. You can be you could be the one that surprises them. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, all right, I got a word to search. All right. So f- summon the Game Boy. Oh, did okay. someone say game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I did. Uh, my word that I'm searching for is gnocchi. Ooh, interesting. Stuff to spell a little bit too. This is insane, man. I don't know if I did something weird or if I'm searching by only unread messages. But again, this is really a, a single email from 2014. It's <laughs> crazy. Holy People. shit, the Game Boy has had a simultaneous <laughs> orgasm tonight. This is ridiculous. People don't know how rare this is, but I searched Nioki. It's just one email, unread, 2014. Same with legal. That is, and for both, yeah, same episode. That's crazy. <laughs> also, like, miracles, miracles still exist in this world. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dancing. <laughs> I should have danced to the Blink song. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this lady, again, don't need to preserve her anonymity because, again, she's a half decade older by this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison writes, this is a pretty specific Tinder question, but I'm hoping you guys can help me out. I currently work as an au pair in Rome, and I got Tinder at your recommendation. Seriously, they should be paying you. I mostly use That's it to, right. I mostly use it to practice writing Italian as I right swipe every Italian dude. 
uh, and it's an immediate match. But every now and then a cute backpacker, usually Aussie or us uh, American, will pop up and I'm tempted to actually go meet them. Here's where my mor- moral dilemma happens. They always seem a lot more interested when I tell them um, I'm Italian and even more when I say something like, well, I've never been with an American before. It's like shooting gnocchi into a pasta pot. <laughs> what? I don't even get that. <laughs> I don't know either, but I'm glad she used that metaphor. Uh, yeah, she uses. Oh, uh, she clarifies. Basically, I don't want to be another boring Canadian girl in Italy, and my accent is flawless. So, is this an okay thing to do since I'll never see them again? They get a great story to take home and tell their friends that they hashtag nailed an Italian chick while they were in Rome. Or is pretending to be foreign a moral no-go? I mean, really, I just want my cannoli filled and then send them on their way. <laughs> Any advice would be hashtag jo- dope. So she's a Canadian living in Italy. And they're like, hey, how's it going? And, and she's uh, posing as an Italian. That's right. I just want my cannoli filled is maybe my favorite like metaphor for sex I've ever heard. Yeah. That's great. Um <laughs> Yeah, this one feels like one of those weird things where, like, if it was a dude doing it, I would be creeped out. But if, since it's a girl, it seems like it's fine. Yeah, it's okay to lie to guys to sleep with them. I bet they don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're uh, Canadian? You, you you slept with me under false pretenses. Yeah, it's hard to imagine a, a dude being, like, very upset if they found out after the fact. Right. And especially because this has already happened, I say, keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you did. But also, like, I bet, I bet that, like, they wouldn't not sleep with you if they found out you were Canadian. Right. You're saying that even if you told them the truth, it wouldn't change your mind. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same whether you tell the truth or whether you lie. So I guess do whatever is more fun. And also, you already did this. And congratulations, uh, way to go. I'm going to respond to these people and ask them for an update six years after the fact. That's a fun idea. A real follow-up pup. That pup is now a dog. <laughs> a follow og dog. A follow-along dong. Uh, all right. Do you have another word to search? I don't know, man. I feel like this is such a perfect game. Do we really want to... Do we want to mess it up? Don't, don't we want to just like go out on this fucking W? <laughs> Or or should I come up? Or should I just come up with a word that they'll also be only one of? Oh my god! Can you imagine three in a row? I mean, two is absurd, but three—that's not going to happen, right? Lily pad <laughs> as one word. Oh, is Lily pad two words? <laughs> that doesn't count. That wasn't a pitch. <laughs> it wasn't a pitch. It wasn't a pitch. <laughs> I was talking about something different. Um. You can actually okay. still throw a ball in a perfect game. You're right. You can even hit a batter in a perfect game, can't you? Oh no, wait, that's just a no hitter. Yeah. Perfect game is no one on base. Okay. Um let's do um um Oh fuck. God damn it. God damn it. This is so there's so much pressure. This is we can we can brainstorm too. Like I can pitch you some ideas. Okay, yeah, let's 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 make it a group effort. That'll take a little bit of the pressure off. Yeah, something normal but not Mm -hmm. Um, uh we also have we have a food and we have like uh (laughs) a law thing yeah so what's i was trying to think of something uh in nature that's why i said lily pad but maybe there's something what about engraving Hmm. 
That is interesting. I feel like that might yield spam. More than, oh, like, yeah. So it wouldn't be quite a perfect game, but still, if there's only one question, we'll still allow it to be a no-hitter. Yeah, that's true. But let's let's brainstorm for two more seconds, at least. Your Your pitch is engraving. Yeah. Mine will be... And really take your time here. Ember. <laughs> E-M-B-E-R. Yeah. All right. E-M-B-E-R. Oh, no, I think that's going to be bad. I think there's going to be a lot of them, actually. I haven't searched it yet. If search... Well, let's we'll, let's go head-to-head right now. Okay. If you want to go engraving, you go engraving. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Not quite close. What do you mean, not quite close? There's a lot? 15 emails... Nine from Apple, three answered, wow. and then three unanswered. Ah, uh, fucking horseshoe. That's <laughs> <As> one word. <laughs> I think horseshoe is one word. Okay. <gasps> How'd I do? Clo- yes. Horseshoes was in an email. Does that count? Ooh, I don't know. Because it didn't I mean, yield guess- a result. Yeah, wait, did it yield one result? One red result, yes. Wow. But not just one, only one. Like one. Oh, wait, it's one result that was read. Yes, but it was horseshoes. A single email. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that. I think that's a. I think that's like a, a lowercase w. I'm counting it. Yeah. Especially because horseshoe is one word. That's right. Hold on, because lily pad is one word. Really? No wait. Is no. it? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of if you search something on the internet, it will show you. Uh, an incorrect spelling of it right okay that's the beauty of the internet you could just sort of pump it full of fake news just to see what happens <laughs> that's right okay i spelled it wrong with uh multiple l's as well anyway go ahead avery writes hey jake i need a texting casanova and a real life casanova for this one this one cali hipster smoke show girl tweeted at me calling me a cutie we are now texting i'm into her and she is into me now for the first hurdle, the first date. I have a pretty good plan of a game of horseshoes. Did someone say game? Horseshoes? Oh! In the back, followed by a movie. The only thing I'm having trouble with is asking her out. Should I text her or should I do it in person? How can I go about this? Help me, Jake. P.S. She is queen of the hipsters. Why does he keep specifying that she's a hipster queen? <laughs> no such thing wait how does he know this person uh she dm'd him i guess she dm'd him they've been messaging he wants to ask her out yeah how is should i do it in person how the hell are you gonna ask her out in person yeah you don't have to do it in person she dm she's online flirting with you i think you definitely don't have to do it in person text her well not now wait till we're done isolating but yeah after that yeah again this email is seven years old but i'll reach out and be like hey i think you should text her <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we're married with three kids by now. Awesome. That'd be awesome. How it goes. I, I guess you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry for the delay. Let us know what happens, and we'll get back to you in 2027. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, you definitely you definitely text. We're past the point where we're asking someone out has to be done in person, or like you know there was like that debate like oh yeah like he asked me out but it was over text. Do you remember that? Yeah, back in the day when texting was, wasn't was basically the equivalent of speaking to someone. Yeah, I also remember being like reading uh, Tinder messages and 
and people being like sort of weirded out that they were going to meet someone from online and now that's like just so normal yeah uh i have an insane update for you absolutely epic slash savage (laughs) (laughs) what happened did you email one of these people and they already responded no but i finally searched ember which we didn't search and it's one unread email from 2014 i would i hate (laughs) ah good lord I can't believe we didn't search that one. I would have assumed something was broken with our Gmail or I was searching by emails from 2014 that haven't been read. Like, it's literally all emails from 2014, one of them, and then never since, all unread. But Ember comes up because... That's... Well, I'll read this email because it was a... It's a cat name, basically. Oh, oh, interesting. It's, I really felt like Ember was going to yield more results. God damn, that's awesome. All right, tell me. Uh, Lizette writes... This summer, I have been volunteering at my city's local animal shelter. In other words, I'm spending all of my free time playing with a bunch of kittens. And there's this one little tuxedo cat who is literally my sole kitten. I need this (laughs) kitten. I even named him. He's got a little white diamond on his head, so I named him Neil. That's right. But I have a problem. (laughs) I already have a cat that we adopted eight years ago, and my dad is pretty strict about not getting another pet. I don't understand why. If he's afraid of the commitment of having another animal around for 10 years, then he shouldn't worry because I'll be graduated from college in three years and I'll be taking the cats with me when I move out. He said that his current cat, Ember, will flip out if we get a new cat. Mm. But I've read that if you get a younger cat of the opposite gender, your current cat will adjust much faster. Apparently, if you have a female cat and bring home a young kitten, the cat will usually mother the kitten. So... Here's what my friend and I are thinking. Since I can't persuade my dad to let us adopt another cat, I'm going to just adopt the kitten behind my parents' back. My mom will totally love a new kitten. She's just saying no because of my dad. So my question is, what do you think I should do once I get the cat? Should I make up some story about how nobody wanted this kitten and they were going to euthanize it if I, t- if I didn't take it? Should I tell them to stop being asses and let me keep the damn kitten since I'll be moving out in just a couple of years? You don't understand. I seriously need this kitten. What should I tell them so that I can keep this beautiful kitten? Thank you for the help. She needs the kitten. Yeah, you need the kitten. It's so funny to be like, why are you upset? I'm going to be moving out in a couple of years. It's only three years. You'll only have something. You'll only have a pet you don't want for a couple of years. God, that's such a long time. Have you ever lived with a cat? I've never lived with a cat. Yeah, when I was a kid, we had like seven cats at one time. Jesus. Yeah, they seem like very they seem like hamsters just not in a cage. Like you don't have to do much to a cat, right? I feel like if you already have one cat, another cat really doesn't like up the ante that much. Like yeah. you're already cleaning out a litter box, you're already putting out cat food. You've got cat fur on your stuff, so it's not like I can I can imagine a resistance from going no cat or to cat, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm saying she should. I'm pro her getting the cat, and I think she should lie, say that it was going to be euthanized. She rescued the cat. Then she's a little bit of a hero in her parents' eyes. It's literally her save the cat moment. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like you can hide the cat in your room specifically, right? Like cats, they they almost like to be enclosed, right? You're not supposed to take a cat outside if you just keep her in the room. Weeks can go by before your parents even find out. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are outdoor cats, but I I get your point, and I think that could definitely work. I feel like I did something like that when I was a kid. I feel like that's definitely like a sitcom thing where, like, 
kids hide the animals from their parents. Yeah. And then it's like, wait um, a minute, what is this kitten? Yeah, but I fell in love with it. I can't return it now. <laughs> uh, well, again, definitely e- email her. I want to find out. I want to. I want to see a photo of this cat. I yeah. feel like she took the cat. Yeah, took the cat. And now she's three years into college with the cat. She's a senior in college. Let's see it. What if I email her and the cat writes back? You think Neil would write back? Hey, this is the cat. Uh, I heard what you said about the euthanized shit. You think it's funny to joke about my demise? I know I was just a kitten, but now I'm a fully formed adult male cat. And I'm going to kick your ass, (laughs) Blumenfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you the story about how I choked on a cat's tail once? No. Oh, we're actually, it looks like we're out of time. I'll save it for How did you? I thought it was, yeah, it was like cat's it got tail in your mouth it got like wrapped up with something else that i was like a somebody did like a, a cat's tail was a, a hot dog and gave it to me in high school <laughs> i was like i was kind of like treated like uh yeah not a hero what's the opposite a fucking scoundrel yeah 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 so they would like yeah take cats and like sort of use them to troll me in a way and i ended up <laughs> they you were so unpopular that they would try to trick you into eating cat's tails where did you go to high school no i was saying that we ran out of time so i can't like get into it too much. <laughs> you got into it pretty deep like you said that you were treated badly in high school then the kids tricked you into eating cats <laughs> that's i don't know what else we need to learn i, I don't mean, want that to be the takeaway here I don't know how it couldn't be. It didn't. Didn't your principal ever, ever try to stop? What did he? Uh, <laughs> what did he say to those kids? Well, he was eating like a microwave dinner, so like he was looking down, and I was like eating. I was like, oh, that's funny. But I said, I think I said it to myself. This is like a fuzzy hot dog or something like that, and I ended up eating most of it. But like by the time I got to the base of it, I, I had to like. That's like where the so bones you did devour were. a cat. Yeah. Okay. So you're a you're a cannibal. <laughs> you like that? That's good. Like a cannibal, but for a cat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you think that's golden mic worthy, but none of my bits were. You fucking tortured a cat as a teen. Yeah, you get a turdy for that. <laughs> you get a turdy for cat. <laughs> nice. If I didn't already take the golden mic, you would have got a you wouldn't you would have gotten one for that pun this week. That was but really you said good. You can, that was quick. You can give away two, right? I can get two. You can get two in a... Once you've got one, you can be showered with them, but you can't have a dual golden mic. You can have multiple turdies, uh, and you'll actually get a second turdy for not knowing the fucking <laughs> rules. Another two-turdy episode for Blumenfeld. And for you? I only got the one golden mic, but I only really needed the one golden mic. And I think that me being so humble in that regard almost is golden mic worthy, but I won't give myself a second golden mic. Not so late in the game. <laughs> And that's actually double the humble for that. E. For that double humble. Double humble is a golden mic, so I'm going to take two, but I'm going to be humble about it. And I, not. it's not a big deal. I'm honored. It's not what it's about, but it means a lot. It's, it's everything, but it's not why I do it. It's I, this happens. It's a, it's a byproduct of me. 
um, leaving it all out there on the field when it comes to this podcast, doing it for the love of the cast. And I appreciate the golden mics. I appreciate the fans. I... Who are you talking to? You gave yourself the award for being humble. Who are you fucking thanking right now? <laughs> I didn't I didn't give myself an award for being humble. I did it for being double humble. Double humble. I refused the award. I refused the award twice. <laughs> no, you didn't. You accepted oh. two. <laughs> I, I accepted the first one because you have to award one. The second one I didn't want because I wasn't going to take it just for being humble. And then I then I was going to take it, but I was like, it's too late in the game. It's too late to award <laughs> right, a second golden right. mic. And I feel like me honoring that rule so hard after refusing it the first time, that was double mic worthy. Golden mic worthy, excuse me. You're dumble. You're double humble. <laughs> yeah. Dumble. That's a good pun. I would honestly give you a golden mic for that if it wasn't so late in the game. You can't have you can't have a mic a golden mic awarded this late, this you, late in the show. You just gave yourself a second one this late in the game for not accepting it, which is like a fucking. Well, that paradox. was like two minutes ago. That was like two minutes ago. That was it was late in the game, but it wasn't like on under the wire. Plus, you already have two thirties this episode, you, so you can't get the golden mic. So take one of the thirties away. Um, I don't think that you can do that. You're fucking, what are you talking about? You're literally making up the rules as you talk and you're saying, I yeah. don't think you can do it. You don't have to think, I you don't, just have to say it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you can, I don't think you can eliminate a turdy. But even if, even if we did at this stage, you'd still have a turdy standing uh, in your name for this episode. So <laughs> I just don't know what it, what it buys you. And I don't think it's worth changing the rules for it. That's sweet. All. all right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thanks. That was pretty gracious of you. I'd give you a golden mic if uh, they were. Yeah. If it wasn't too late in the yeah. game, I know. If it wasn't too late in the game to have been awarded, you already have two turdies, yada, yada, yada. You already know. <laughs> yes, I do already know. All right. You prick. Um, the what? opening <laughs> The opening theme song was uh, written by Zach, that Blink-182 cover, of course. And this closing one is written by Trey. Uh, he's a big fan, and uh, his brother... Oh, no, my brother Trey showed it to me three years ago, and he wanted to submit a song. This is Lucas Piscatelli. Okay. Um, my artist name is Lucas, but spelled with that A that's attached to an E. What are those? A Oh, um, I, it's like a Gaelic thing, right? Yeah, so Lucas, but it's like L-U-K-A-E-S. Lucas. Yeah, or his Instagram, Lou Piscatelli. So thanks to Lucas. Thanks to Zach. Thanks to you guys for listening. S keep sending emails and theme songs to show at gmail.com. Keep staying oh, inside. Yeah. Keep staying quarantined. Mm -hmm. Wash your hands. That's, be healthy. Be right. happy. That's right. And uh, we Dance. have more. We have, yeah, start dancing. We have more If I Were You um, uh, on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash J A. Every Thursday. That's right. See y'all next week. Later. Yeah, I've been run down, I've been run down to weak shit. I've been run down to weeks. You're a microscopic fleck of dirt, dude. You're you're awful. You're an awful, ugly person. Too many times, I'd scratch out too many rhymes. I'd look back too many times. I'd look back too many.